This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Morning. Please hold caller. Morning, boys. Morning. Morning, Morning, Jim. Um, So... uh, that was um, just a bit of old cricket commentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, big news this week! I've I've, I've spent uh, this week. I've watched three hours of uh, the Mother Teresa documentary on Sky Documentaries. It was, a, it was uh, cracking stuff. Oh, cracking stuff! Was that uh, romantic night in? Was that I Valentine's three, celebration? It was two romantic nights in with my partner. And at the end, <laughs> after we'd watched the last one, I went to make a cup of tea, and I was like round the corner in the kitchen. And I said to Kath, I feel that, honestly feel like that documentary's had quite a big influence on, on me. And oh. she said, really? I said, I honestly do. She said, what kind of an influence? Meanwhile, I'd gone through the tea towel drawer and found this white tea towel with a blue trim. <laughs> I then walked around the corner. And it's not, if you're still doing prop gags in a relationship after 21 years, I think that's a very good sign. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're saying that, it's not just confined to your relationship, right? You are quite addicted to prop bags. I went round to your house and I could sense that you were pre- there was some preparation going on and he, he was sitting there out with a yellow wig on his head. Yes. And it, I loved that he'd got the effort. I could tell he'd gone to quite a lot of effort to well, arrange I could, himself. I just heard Emily <laughs> arrive and I knew she was coming down the stairs, so I started looking around for a reveal gag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And happily, there was um, a terrible nylon yellow wig that I once hid in the bed to surprise my partner. I thought she'd think it was an animal or something. And she That's never nice. mentioned it <laughs> at all. <laughs> never mentioned it. And eventually, I couldn't I couldn't cope. After about two hours, I thought, I can't stand it. I said, what did you think about the wig thing? She said, oh, I... I I said, well, did you put that on purpose? She said, I thought you'd had somebody back here and they'd left. I said, who? Who was it who would wear a yellow nylon wig that I bought? Like going out with Coco the Clown. <laughs> Kenny Everett, yeah. dressed as one of his characters. Yeah. Someone collecting for children in need has come back with me. <laughs> was there an enormous T-shirt as well, badly printed? <laughs> The back of the beans at the foot of the bed was the giveaway. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh man! Anyway, oh, so that happened, and then um, there was. Uh, I'm just. This is the Roman Catholic uh, news update. There was an announcement this week, which I like very much, um, which I was reading about, and it's from the papal embassy to Iraq. You know, the Pope has like ambassadors everywhere, like, mm-hmm. and, and uh, the papal embassy has announced. Um, that it no longer has a fax service. <laughs> uh oh. The Catholic I Church once again. I genuinely spilled coffee all over my top hat. And it turns out, when I looked into it, that um, like if you want to, if you want to get to one of the Pope's audience with the Pope things, you can um, write a letter to them. But most people fax the Vatican <laughs> office asking for a thing. What does that say about the demographic? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Also, nothing to hide. No. You know what I'm saying? I think that's part of the thing is security because emails can get um, sent to other people and stuff like that. Faxes are a bit specific. I'm sure it's security. I'm sure it's nothing to do with them being very old-fashioned. No, nothing. <laughs> Catholic Church is very old-fashioned. I've never heard such talk. <laughs> Boys, mm. I hope I don't need to remind you what day it is today. Mm. Well, well, it's Saturday. It's my one weekly <laughs> appointment. So it's uh, it's the Eurovision song well, contest. Glenn Maker, message from Glenn Maker, <laughs> message from Glenn Maker. Yes, has got in touch to say hi, Frank, Emily, and Alan. Good luck with Life is Like a Light in the Darkness at Eurovision. I hope you've ironed your white flowing shirt. All the best. Text from Glenn Maker. Now, I don't know if um, 
if you're aware of this, um, any new listeners, but I, yeah, I sort of, um, well, I was just messing about and I sort of improvised a Eurovision song and then um, someone um, made it into quite a professional, well, I say professional, but anyway, this, this, is, this is me at an imaginary... This is me, Mike Yarwood. At an imaginary <laughs> Eurovision. Oh, that bit with Mike Yarwood. Ladies and gentlemen, this when is me. When he said, and this is me, you'd switch it off immediately. Oh, yeah, we don't want to see you. <laughs> no, terrible. Sorry, Mike. Here we go. I can see Frank as a sort of German crooner. <laughs> and life is like a light that's shining gold in the darkness. In the darkness. <laughs> I think we'll stop it there. Nice tempo change. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, it's a bit longer than I remembered it, but, uh, <laughs> but you get the gist. There will be stuff tonight that won't be that good. <laughs> Brace what, yourself. What is our entry, pray? It's oh. um, Daniel Honda. Um, it's not. Yeah, isn't he called Daniel something like that? What's Sam his name? Rider. Daniel Deronda. Sam Ryder. Oh. Yeah, not Daniel Deronda. Sam no. Ryder. Um, Thanks Sam, for the tip. Sam Ryder, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, the song is called um, Starship. Have <laughs> you just literally made, made, made Has he made it up, Al? I think so. You no. can't just lie, Frank. No, oh, it's called it. Starship. Is it? I'm yeah. on a starship to your heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know it? Have you heard it? Uh, I've heard it, but I don't think that is it. Yeah, it goes, <laughs> I'm on a starship to your heart. I am lost before I start among your stars. Yeah, it goes is like it that. really like that? That sounds terrible. Oh, I quite like it. I think it's, it's like his it. best work. I don't... Is that Honda. really what it is, the Honda. I don't know. Your is man Honda, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> that man Honda. <laughs> right, is he Ryder? That man Ryder. Oh, God, it's very confusing. Ryder, Ronda. Mm-hmm. Let's it's call Welsh. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, let's call the whole thing... Uh, Starship. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Louisa Clifford has emailed Hi Frank, Emily and Alan It's called Spaceman! Exclamation mark <laughs> oh. And then she says all the best So I just thought I would uh, You know When it says space that. Is it space comma man? No Space oh, okay. man one word I thought it might be some space street comma thing man <laughs> Oh yeah some, Oh it could be a sort of social distancing <laughs> man, yeah, Method yeah. song <laughs> It was Sean Ryder That's yeah. what he would have said I said it was Ryder it's um, Sam Ryder. Man. Yeah, yeah well, no, it wasn't Sean Ryder. I wish it was Sean Ryder, that would be. Sean yeah. Ryder singing, give me some space, man. You're Sean twisting Ryder, my melon, man. Sean Ryder live as well, that would be, <laughs> that would be good to would, see. And a bit of bears, come on. I always think of Sean Ryder when he was on um, whatever reality thing he was on. Was it, was it in jungle. the jungle? I mean, he's done a few. And they were talking about... Uh, the worst thing they'd done at school, somebody started talking about and saying, yeah, yeah, well, we did this thing where we um, we left, like, a tin of paint outside the, the art room, and, you know, hoping someone would trip over it. He said, oh, we set the school on fire. <laughs> it burnt down, completely burnt down. OK, what should we talk about now? <laughs> I went I went to a very posh hotel at the weekend. Um, oh. I was invited. Um, Cliveden. Uh, do you know? And, and you did the pronunciation correctly? Yeah, well, you got you got to get it. If you're going to do it, you've got to buy into it completely. Yeah. Cliveden, have you heard of it, Al? I've, I've, I would I would have said Cliveden, but I'm I'm. This is exactly the problem, isn't it? <laughs> yes, for that for that place, I'm sure. And 
It is a most, yes, it's most famous for the Profumo scandal, Christine uh, Keeler and all that stuff. The that's pool. how I'm sat on my chair right now. The mm-hmm. pool, yeah, the pool where they, um, <laughs> yeah, man spreading. The pool <laughs> where they uh, where they cavorted mm. is still uh, untouched. Well, I say untouched. They've obviously changed it. Can I just say, which oh, might sorry. interest you, Al? Um, yeah. My mother was photographed on that chair by that photographer. That same wow. chair? Yes, I Oh, have... God, I hope she had a J-cloth <laughs> and a bit of dental. <laughs> Some rubber gloves. Yeah. I mean... I be at someone sat naked on a chair and then used it on him. Oh, no. How um, did you find Clifton? And other things I never thought well, I'd ask. I've got a sat now. Yeah. <laughs> I... Um, it was uh, we stayed in not in the hotel proper but oh. in a thing called Spring Cottage oh, which was uh, apparently was built for a place where Queen Victoria could have tea with the Duchess of something oh. um, that's nice so I like the Victoria uh, connection but also apparently the bed that we slept in so he was told by um, one of the uh, worker guys Freaks hanging around, carrying <laughs> your luggage, hanging around working. That's an Elvis speech about hotels. Um, the bed that um, we slept in, when I say we, we all slept in it, me, Kath, Boz, and uh, the dog got in at about two in the morning. I've always been fiercely anti-dogs in beds. Yeah. Um, since, you remember I told you that time when I got in drunk and took the Staffordshire Bull Terry was trembling with the cold in the mm. kitchen. So I took it into my bed and the next morning I woke up and there was like this white, like it had snowed. And I had, um, this was pre-duvet, I had like a eider down and the mm. dog had scratched an enormous hole in it, and bits of this white stuffing was everywhere. And I jumped out of bed furious and stepped on a still warm dog oh. poo on the carpet. I mean, I'm just saying. You were, you did say you were drunk, so both of those things. I'm not. I'm not convinced they were the dog's responsibility. <laughs> oh, yeah, ice cream. <laughs> okay. But anyway, our dog got in bed with me, and I felt it snuggling into the curvature of my back, and I was just too tired to do anything about it. Anyway, the bed that we slept in um, was the bed that Meghan Markle slept in on her hen weekend. Oh, shut uh, up. So. Um, Boz was in there, so Ginger finally got in on the hen night. Um, but yeah, so um, Meg, obviously I was a bit more excited by the Queen Victoria connection. She's, let's face it, more, she, more my age group. Yeah, adventurous Nana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my type. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm. Yeah, so it was my uh, sister-in-law's uh, 50th birthday do. That's what it was all about. Clifton thing. Oh, I'll tell you what happened. We went in the maze. They've got a maze there. Oh. And um, I hadn't been in a maze for a long time. And of course, as you know, being lost is my very much my natural state. Mm-hmm. You like being lost? Well, I don't like yeah. it, but I just have no choice. I get lost. It's a default position, yeah, isn't it? I get, and I thought that was... I, I, it felt legitimised in the... Uh, in the maze. I felt really at home there because right. all these people were going, oh, no, we've been this way. And I thought, wow, imagine knowing which way you've been and actually <laughs> recognise. That's so completely... My brain doesn't work like that at all. And I was really happy just following, just following them around and not yeah. even... Yeah. And I didn't know that the purpose of a maze is that you get to the middle of it. Oh, oh. yeah! I didn't know that. There's like a thing you get your photo took on a like a plinth or something. Mm. Apparently, this is standard maze um, decorum. You get <laughs> to the middle. I love that band. Yeah, and I, I had no idea, but we 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 did it. But what I did, I just followed people. But it was lovely. Right. I didn't have to worry about being lost no. because it was you for can lean being into lost. It. I love the world a maze. is a maze for and me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that the other Eurovision entry? Maybe I'm amazed. Do you remember that? Uh, it's a great song. Yeah. Wings, was it? Wings. Um, do you like a maze? I'll tell you what I love about mm. a country house. Everything. <laughs> um, I love a folly. 
Ah. Are you a fan of a folly? Oh, I, don't, I don't mind a folly. What is a folly? What, what's you a know, folly? somebody that's built something that doesn't really do anything, they've just built it for a lark because they were rich. Yeah. Normally oh. a lovely, beautiful archway or it's sort of... It's, a, it's sometimes a tiny little turret or something. Right. Yeah. I feel the same way about... Um, we, we recently got a gazebo in our small oh. back garden. Yeah. And... And when when it was finished, I said to my wife, "Well, what's it do? I thought it was going to have a roof, and it's just it's just some wood. I don't get it." So that feels like a modern version of the folly. I thought it was like a um, a sort of greenhouse that fits on the side of your house a gazebo. Is that wrong? I think you're thinking of a conservatory there. Yeah. Oh well, I've made a complete um, fool of myself. Yes, you Sorry. have a little bit. Thank God, this isn't live. <laughs> the, gazebo, the gazebo aisle is more of a sort of trellis arrangement with yeah, floral accompaniment. It looks like sort of big garden furniture to me, but it's, even then, it's not really. Is that three, like, it's not three women. Furniture. Is there a Yeats poem? Three women in kimono sitting in a gazebo. Something like I that. think so. <laughs> oh, either, that or a, either that or a saucy anecdote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the beginning of a joke. There's these three women in kimonos sitting in a gazebo. <laughs> Bernard, Bernard uh, since he's been going to London, has changed considerably. <laughs> I've got to tell you about the main birthday present. Um, Jack, um, who's my brother-in-law, and... Um, I mean, I call brother-in-law and sister on me, me and Kath live over the brush. Mm-hmm. But uh, nevertheless... OK. Um, Jack <laughs> has been organising. We've been getting these emails from, from Jack saying, can you write some stuff about memories of, of Rachel? And so we all wrote stuff about uh, funny stuff and, you know, sweet stuff. And in the end, he, he put it all in a book, and it's 360 pages. And I mean a book book. I don't mean it's in a lever arch. It's a no. proper... It's got a dust jacket. No. It's got a dust jacket, mother! <laughs> yeah, dust, a proper dust, and it's colour pictures, and it's a book, a hardback, proper book. That's good, It's it? just about her sort of life and people saying, you know, oh, I love Rachel. Um, so what about that? Imagine wow. if they tried to do a book like that about me. That would be... Uh, we've got the, this um, pamphlet, <laughs> Frank, written by people who like you. <laughs> and then there's this nine-volume uh, Morocco-bound um, collection of people who don't. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. I think I'll start with the uh, pamphlet, if I may. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Yeah, I was talking about my sister-in-law's um, amazing proper proper book book about her yeah. life for a birthday present. And I just thought, what about this for a text in? Most elaborate gift you've given or received. And I don't mean Ooh. like expensive. I mean yeah. one where people have gone to a real effort. Yeah. Well, you know my I mean? brother-in-law made me a... Uh, a rack for my kettlebells for my birthday this year, like a nice. proper industrial, like a bit of welding. Oh God, I thought you meant wooden. A welded one. It has it has wooden and metal sort of shelves, and then the sides are kind of like welded, almost like Y shapes. But oh, I've got an image I mean. of that woman in flash dance. <laughs> Used to get shots yes. of her. She'd be she'd be at the sort He's... of dance studio, and then she'd be welding. Yeah, he's a lot like her. Um, <laughs> who's in there. the well? Who's in the welding chair nowadays? Would you say? Flash uh, dance, probably still. Flash dance. Flash dance, yeah. See, for me, I don't know if she ever. Um, I mean, he would have stood up for her from the welding chair because he was a gentleman. But Alf <laughs> Topper, the uh, top of the track, who was like a, a, a runner from the Victor comic, and then went into other comics. Um, he was a welder, a welder and a, and a world-class then runner. went into other comics, like he diversified oh, his he portfolio. He did, I think the Victor um, <laughs> went down and he was too big. He was too big a story to be allowed to die, so he went to other mm-hmm. comics. Wow. And I think he then moved into magazines like Welding Monthly. <laughs> I think he was in that. <laughs> Welders yeah. Today. I think he was in The Mask. But <laughs> Flashdance has a lot of chairs because the... I think the conceit of the um, harsh judging panel 
Oh, I would yeah. still say is very much the uh, the flash dancer sit in that chair. Yeah, next oh. that, that that kind of <laughs> with thing. pencils poised and a lady with specs and a bun. Oh, what's it? Yeah. What I was thinking about? What about this for a text here? I didn't know until we were chatting a couple of weeks ago that Emily is very very good on capitals. <laughs> you know, oh, right. I mean like capital cities. I don't mean yeah. like you know big. Mm-hmm. I don't mean uh, big letters. <laughs> I think it was the same chat that we uh, we discovered that I'm quite good on countries' populations. Oh, yes. I'm good on populations. I'm geography. I got a CSE grade three. Oh, all Um, right. But it's only as I I had a hangover. (laughs) But anyway. Go on. um, I thought, what about a texting, uh, what I would call the competition winner capitals. You know those capitals where you don't feel they should be the capital? I'm oh, talking like oh, I Canberra. I Clearly Sydney. Clearly Sydney should be the capital yeah. of Australia. Yes. Canberra? What are you talking about? I got another one I'm going to throw Even in Washington. How, where do you stand on Ottawa? Is that yeah. the What? Do you see? Mm-hmm. There's, I've got loads of them. There's no real biggie that you think should be. What would you say, Toronto or something? I don't yeah, think it's a real big absolutely. one. Absolutely. Toronto, oh, okay. come on. I'm on about like... Brasilia. <laughs> I mean, Rio de Janeiro, one of the biggest, most famous. Yeah, oh, I love going to the... Ca- no, we're not the capital, actually. That's Brasilia. Where's, what's that look like? What statue have they got? What's their um, neighbouring mountain look like? What are you talking about? Well, controversially, I'm going to say the big one. Go on. DC. Yes, but it should be New York. Absolutely. Even more controversially. <laughs> it's got to be Glasgow for me. Oh, come on. Oh, God, I shouldn't have said 100. that. 100. No, I think that's great. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'd like to take us into the outside world, if Mm, I may. Mm. Hold it. Outside world, outside world, the outside world. I think at the radio radio academy, they tell you um, that that would be... um, very unacceptable to mm-hmm. describe our um, listeners, mm. as, as many stations call them, as the outside world. Yeah. That we shouldn't even talk to each other directly. We should talk. I, when I say you, I should be talking to that person at home. Mm. But Me. I like the idea yeah. of um, privileged <laughs> eavesdroppers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Louise Lamb. Louise Lamb. Mm, is one such privileged eavesdropper. Okay. Mm hmm. You referred earlier to um, your brother-in-law, yes, Jack, getting Rachel a rather special gift, very personalised special gift. I'd say I'd describe it as a coffee table book mm. about herself. Fabulous. Mm. Louise Lamb has got in touch. Yeah. I love it when I say things like that because I see the comics' brains ticking over. No, thinking, I'm what not. Can we get I, out of I this think lamb? we're both uh, <laughs> we're both fighting any Louise Lamb references. Okay. Yeah. My cousin got Henry VIII. Okay, before we get too excited, from Hampton Court Palace. Can I say I've seen that Henry VIII? There's a couple in rotation. Okay. I mean, you should, we should need to specify the actor. I don't understand. My cousin got Henry VIII. Well, I'm about to finish. Yeah. OK. okay. Yeah, Calm down, right. everyone. OK. To host a Tudor quiz for my 30th. Oh, it's one of those Henry VIII's that wander yes. around being uh, Henry yeah. the, the Eighth. It's usually um, redheads. Yeah. Which is, um, so I'll start again. My cousin got Henry VIII from Hampton Court Palace to host a Tudor quiz for my 30th at a pub in Camden. <laughs> That's nice, isn't Divine it? Divine Miss M would have loved it. I would have. Can Please you imagine? Please tell me that when he turned up, he didn't have his gear on. <laughs> imagine <laughs> the worst thing that could happen to a birthday surprise if he'd just turned up in like a hooded top and that. Oh, no. 
Henry oh, the Eighth. Is Henry the Eighth? It's, it's all right. He hasn't been cancelled for his attitude to uh, to oh, women. Anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he hasn't been cancelled. I mean, I don't think he was great. No. I think all. I think. I mean, I'm not certain. I haven't checked today's uh, feed, but I think all history has been cancelled. Isn't that? <laughs> I, I think yeah, Henry the Eighth. Some mean, people yeah. are beyond cancellation, mm. and right. Henry is one of them. Marcus. We were also talking about competition-winning capitals. Oh, yes. Those capitals that you think, come on. How did they get it? How yeah. did they, you do they that, They mate? wrote in to a radio yeah. show and they won the capital They're capital- job. capitals that are punching a bit. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, one of mine has always been, uh, it should be Istanbul. Oh. Uh, oh, yes, it's Ankara, isn't it? Yes. Ankara. Yes. And We've got our readers have sent in some others. Right. And, and not just sent in other suggestions, we've actually had a little bit of a, a almost a crepsione from mm. 300. Go on. Okay. Morning. New York City was the capital of the United States from 1785 until 1790. Tar, Luke from Kidderminster. That's... And they add, or Kiddy in brackets. Oh, Kiddy. I used to play cricket in the Kidderminster League. Famous for um, carpets, Kidderminster. Yeah. Yes. Used to be. Um, and pedantry. But that doesn't, that <laughs> sort of, one could argue that that enhances my point rather than shoots it down because they had they had it right and then they. Um, yeah. They got it wrong. And then they messed it up. So close yeah. so far. Yeah. I give you. You don't know what so you had. Far. I saw that. Um, <laughs> Um, when I went to um, Buckingham Palace on the night of Princess Diana's funeral, I went to see the flowers, and someone had written on a thing, you don't know what you had, Charles, in a quite aggressive way. And I thought, oh, is this the moment for that? <laughs> Vitriol. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, that's what I think about um, when they got rid of New York and made it uh, Washington. You don't yeah. know what you had. Yeah, you don't know what you had. <laughs> I'd like you to wander around saying that <laughs> yeah. just randomly at strangers in well, Manhattan. I don't, I don't know who was responsible for that. It's quite a big decision. I mean, what would New York think about that? Mm. And by the way, we're not, we're not going to be capital anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did they fax the news to them? Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, that fax we had about <laughs> Brasilia, maybe it wasn't a practical joke after all. This is Frank Absolute Radio. We, yes, outside world. Outside world, outside, oh no. We've got We've some... had a suggestion for um, the welding chair, believe it or not. Oh, uh, wow. Regular correspondent <coughs> to the show, Ian Angel. Yes. I think it's Ian Angel. 740, Ian Angel is in the welding chair. I set up Angel Welding in Croydon in 1978 when I was 18. Now I've given my age away. And then there's some praise. I won't, um, I won't read that. I like it when That's people say things and now I've given my age away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Only people who say things like that. That's what gives their age away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying that. Oh, I'm uh, 21, actually. Well... I might have thought you were if yeah. you hadn't said it like that. Yeah, it's the. Uh, we'll get some. We'll get some other welders texting in now. It'll be like. Uh, Do you think it's gonna... Tig. They'll be mm. playing Tig. These welders. That's oh. a welding joke. For Is the, it? Uh, I wouldn't yeah. have got that. It's quite specialist it's a... interest. That it is. Yeah, yeah. I've not got many. <laughs> I've always fancied a bit of welding. I like the mask. Tell me about it. I like the mask. Yeah. When I was a, a child, we used to get um, toys that involved some welding. Mm. I remember. Yeah. You used to get a little, tiny little hot thing that you plugged in and it got hot, and then you'd just melt a bit of uh, whatever that stuff's called. Is it called weld? Have I made oh, that maybe. up? Um, anyway, I, I, now people have got, you know, <laughs> Xbox and stuff. They don't want to weld anymore, the they kids. Just, I'll tell you what else. They won't weld. <laughs> the kids, it turns out, don't just go to normal parties these days. Oh, man. What did our <laughs> lovely t- Faye say earlier, Frank? Do you want to share with everyone? Faye, who is the assistant producer on this show, and yeah. is 26. No, oh, you're giving her age away. Yeah, oh, <laughs> no. Um, she said, uh, oh, I went to... Uh, <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> I went to an app launch party the other night. An uh. app 
launch, launch. party. They had a yeah. screen and there was a circle and somebody pressed a button and the thing steadily <laughs> went round clockwise. And then at the wow. end, a big sign came up that said, um, what does it say, the sign that comes Buffering. up? Now, 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 what's the one that you press on there? Open, um, open, open, yeah, open <laughs> comes up. And then everybody goes, way like like, um, like Times Square when the the ball goes yeah. up for I like New to Year's think Eve. when it was the grey circle, the clock was going round, <clears throat> there yeah. was a bit of a lad's turn. None. Oh, I like to though, because you never know with an app. Sometimes they <laughs> stall. If I kick three or, three or four updates off at a time, I will actually pick the one I think I'm going to win just to give a, give a little bit of excitement uh-huh. in my life. <laughs> um, I bet they're all there going, app, 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 <laughs> What a night out that must have been. You know people say I turn up for the opening of an envelope? No, I literally <laughs> turned up for the launch <laughs> of an of an app. Gosh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. John Bell, Amsterdam, not The Hague. It should be. Oh, oh yes, that's a good the one. The Hague. I can't... I'm um, the William. I mean, they've gone with the William. I know what The Hague, I mean, this... Is it the only capital with a the? <laughs> I don't like the anything for a capital. No. I'll be the judge of that. You don't deserve a the. I'm going to The Hague. Where is it? No, it's, <laughs> it is a, you know, it's a place. It's a bit boastful as well. The Hague. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that, it suggests all the other capitals should have A in front of them. <laughs> or Anne Amsterdam. Anyway, that's yeah. a very good one, The Hague. Yeah, I like The Hague. It's one in quizzes. It's, I mean, all these catch people out in yeah. quizzes. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Danny Tolhurst has got in touch about regarding gifts. Mm. About ten years ago... Yeah, I asked about um, elaborate gifts that you've given or, or been involved in. About ten years ago, I wrote a Mr Men book in Swedish for my then-girlfriend. Didn't Oh. In the story... The translation of her character's name was Little Miss Challenging. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that is a bit of a... It took me ages to write and produce. The relationship didn't last much longer. Oh, no. Well, that's, that is a... If you're going to go to the trouble... I remember I was on holiday with a friend of mine and he had got his first ever girlfriend. Mm. And... Um, she was called, um, I think I can, I can say her name, can't I know, it was it? It depends what, who it is. She was called Alison Piers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she was one of those um, very attractive, but with a kind of a Joni Mitchell look, you know, that yes. long, straight, hippie hair. And uh, he wrote a, a, a postcard. It's quite exciting to be writing the postcard to his um, first ever girlfriend. We were away on in a caravan in Burnham-on-Sea. And he wrote um, to uh, on the address he put uh, to Alison P, and she'd got quite big ears that oh, stuck out yeah. the side of this straight hair. And when he wrote, he wrote Miss A Pierce, and then he wrote he couldn't resist it in brackets. He wrote A Pierce after it, <laughs> <laughs> and she split up with him on the strength of that. <laughs> oh dear! But I like um, the idea. He had his first ever relationship on one side of the seesaw, <laughs> and a joke on the other, and he took yeah. that risk. I loved almost him for a, that. Almost a parable for any young people considering <laughs> joking in their relationship <laughs> days. There, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I think every 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 comedian event that can remember that moment in their life when they had to choose between comedy and kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I think we know which way they went. Exactly. Anna Banana. Anna Banana. Oh yes. I got a street caricaturist to draw my dad hmm. from a photograph. It was a bit risky, though. Yes. <laughs> As someone who's sensitive about their most prominent features. What do you uh, think of that getting the street caricaturist? Because I have to say, it, it's a bit of a whatever happened to. It uh, is. I, um... You don't, get, you don't see them that often. You see them in uh, Paris. They've been... And re- I think there's a couple on Shaftesbury Avenue. Yeah, they've been replaced by the, the vape stores now. I yeah. would say, and I'm a great lover of art, they are without doubt 
the one branch of art that makes me feel desolately depressed. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse in the art world than those caricatures of the big face and the... Oh. Where do they go to art school? Is there a caricature <laughs> art school where they say, no, you've got to do the chin bigger and the bigger teeth? Why do they, they all do... draw the same? Do you remember that U2 um, that used to be on... Um, TFI Friday in enormous papier-mâché heads. They run a boot camp for street caricaturists where they draw them and then they take those proportions away and apply them to um, their various victims. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I I have a news story that I'd like to discuss. Um, A six-year-old boy this week found a... um, shark tooth but not really a shark tooth it's a it's a giant prehistoric megalodon tooth that might actually be 20 million years old he's a young man called sammy oh, shelton giving your age away there and he was he was going looking for uh, megalodon teeth and that's always the thing, that, though, isn't it? Isn't the idea that you just stumble across? You don't go out looking for megalodon teeth, do you? I don't think so. But he's, It seems he's, like you're going to have a lot well. of disappointing afternoons. Yeah, I think he started with needles in haystacks. And then yeah. he thought, this is too in easy. I, think he was... I didn't like the way this story was going. You still want to start off with ring pulls on the beach. That's your, that is about right. you find them regularly and then work up to Megalodon. I have to say, I saw a picture of it. I've got teeth in my head that look worse <laughs> than that. It's actually aged pretty well. Well, the shark tooth. Yeah, also the... Uh, the, the expert said it's up to 20 million years old, which is very... Um, right. Sale. Sale poster in window. Up to 70% off. 2% yeah. off, in other words. <laughs> so, because yeah. I didn't realise until I saw this story that megalodon, <clears throat> it means big tooth. Does it really? Because yeah. mega, big, lodon, presumably that's like a French, is it? Don't know. Yeah, Ladon uh-huh. is teeth. I don't know what the etymology is, but it does mean big tooth. And I'm just saying, I wouldn't be going round saying that to a shark. You no. got any sense? No. All right, big tooth. I mean, well, who would you say it to? <laughs> Um, exactly. That's classified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I uh, I was reading that uh, the the expert in the article I read was yeah. was telling us about the uh, the megalodons. And he said they are ambush hunters. So they sort of come out, you know, you're swimming, they come out of nowhere and then they drag their prey away, something. Mm. I was thinking a sort of Megalodon Markle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is is comedy, guys. Any young comics listening, you can have that, you can have that. Try it tonight. People will say this this guy's a bit special. No, you're right, love. (laughs) And also, what about this? He said about the megalodons. Their favourite food is was whales. Yeah, but obviously he was married to Camilla. No, it was. um, No, he honestly said that. No, he honestly said. Got royalty jokes for this link. Is that what it is? Is this this? Al is going to be doing Prince Charles impression now? Yes. Yeah, the sound made by the megalodon. No. <laughs> you don't get enough um, megalodon royal family mashup comedy. <laughs> I always think. I've said Do that. You? To you. I must have said that on the air before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are true facts. It is an ambush hunter, and its favourite mm-hmm. food was whales, which is that seems to me it's a big just dinner. greedy. You know, I'm beginning to think sharks are very spoilt. Uh, Favourite food, whales. Yeah. Only like warm water. Mm-hmm. Do um, they only like yes, warm water? I hate that. That's our area. Like, stay in the cold. Yeah, exactly. Only like warm water. Megalodon. Megalodon, <laughs> I say. <laughs> How many uh, how many syllables in uh, 
Megalodon? Because I call it Megalodon. Should it be Megalodon? Oh, I've been saying Megalodon. Mm, I, I say, that might be right. I say Megalodon. Do you know why? Because it sounds like a sort it's of... It's got Mega, which is... It sounds good, a bit it? Mafia Boss, who's a bit insecure yeah. oh, and needs yeah. even more bigging up. Yeah, Megalodon. Here he comes, yeah. the Megalodon. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Ultra Magnus, guys, has got in touch, one of our regulars. He has a question. Who sits in the big tooth chair? I mean, this is a tricky area. We don't want to upset anyone. He's got some examples. Okay. I mean, how do we feel about mentioning these? Well, it depends. Mm. Um, I don't want to hurt a Megalodon's feelings. (laughs) I'm guessing, like, Rob Beckett would be happy to be in it, for example, because he talks a lot about his teeth. Also, he's right. such a handsome fellow. Mm. I think it's fine. And good company. He seems like he's, uh, you know... Good company. Oh, I what? hope I never get that review. <laughs> 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 it smells lovely too. Does he really? Mm. Mm. What does he smell of? I don't know, just... You see megalodons, I don't... Vitality and health. Yeah, I don't imagine they smell great. I reckon megalodons, (laughs) they probably need those little breath sprays, you know? Oh, (laughs) well, yeah. Do you know, they are disgusting. (laughs) I really... Late review. What, the (laughs) breath... What, megalodons or breath spray? Megalodons. I know, Al, but I can't move on. I just think they're horrible. They can move on, of course, (laughs) because don't they have to move all the time, sharks, or they die? Yeah, but I think they make that up just as an excuse because they're commitment phobes. Oh, we have to keep moving, can't stay in one place. Yeah, it could be that. It's one of those, wherever I lay my hat, then you know what they're like. Wherever I lay my tooth. The tooth looks less like a tooth and more like a, a bike saddle. What yeah, it looks like. What about, I hope it turns out this kid mouthful of bike saddles. <laughs> what a weird. Wouldn't it be great if it turned out after all this, the kid had found a bike saddle? Oh, bike saddle. It'd be good. Oh, Can I say man. what I hate most about megalodons? <laughs> no, but the thing is, what have they got to That's recommend? That's a good texting. What do you hate most about megalodons? No, but come on, guys. They've got nothing to recommend them. They've got black, disgusting teeth which Mm -hmm. they move about all the time, so they can't commit. And to make matters worse, Mm. do you know how many teeth they lose in a lifetime? I don't know about megalodons specifically, but sharks. Right. They reckon up to 30,000. What? Yes. Per shark? Yeah, because they lose it every eight days, they lose a teeth. Yeah, apparently sharks are obsessed with unpitted (laughs) olives. That's one Uh of their um, main um, fibre sources. Which is not easy for them. (laughs) No, it's it's difficult. They They have to swim off the coast of Italy a lot. Yeah, they leap (laughs) um, and just just catch the branches on the the top of the arch (laughs) and then back into the water. (laughs) Of course, there's no scope for pitting mid-air. No? I would say, I met a... Are you familiar with Simon Reeve? Lovely man. Oh, Simon Reeve, who's the, the Globetrotter. Exactly. Lovely man. And he tried to... He lo- I'll tell you what he loves, an ethnic scarf. <laughs> That's his favourite. There's ones that students used to wear in the 80s and no-one wears anymore. Simon Reeve... <laughs> I imagine opens a wardrobe and there's about 50 of them in there. Mm, I'm thinking, uh, ooh, Sudan. I think I'm going to Sudan today. Look, he rocks a scarf well. He does. He's tried to sell... Has he got a terrible throat? Is that the... No, okay. no. He tried to sell me sharks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> he went to the RSPCS here about this story. RSPCP, the predator protection. <laughs> oh yeah, I was saying that they were great. Well, I think I think the fez is being raised, um, yes. so maybe we'll come back to this. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope Packham's listening. He'll be furious that the travel guy. <laughs> The guy in the travel chair <laughs> is giving advice, which should be coming from the natural history chair, which Packham is encircling as Attenborough sits there having a cocoa, <laughs> pacing up and down. How long's he going to be? I was talking about... Uh, sorry, Al, over to you. I was going to say, I believe we're on a uh, Simon Reeves cliffhanger, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. We are. Simon Reeve 
we were discussing sharks, yeah. as one does, yeah. with Simon Reeve. And I told him they were one of my pet hates. Yeah. And to use one of our favourite phrases. Yeah. And Simon said... Simon said... <laughs> put your hands put, on your head. Put your shark on your head. <laughs> yeah, go on, put your Simon scarf said, on your head more said, like your it. tooth a bit black, mate. And Simon said, look, he, he basically tried to sell me sharks, as I say. Yeah. Pointed out... They're much maligned, the shark. They're more sinned mm. against than sinning. Really? Listen, he says they mainly, they're quite fearful creatures. They only oh. attack really out of fear and because they're a bit defensive. So they eat Not so. really, they don't set out to eat people. And as he pointed out... They're not going to play there. Marine, the old marine <laughs> excuse. I know we're, we're plankton. We're mainly plankton. That's our big. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. There was that guy and that one as well. Yeah, exactly. No, he pointed out. I mean, they just need a better PR because if you think mm. about crocodiles, mm. and I know you do, Frank. A sure lot. I do. Crocodiles <laughs> of the world, one of my uh, favourite uh, natural history locations. But they are absolute devils. Mm. Are they? Oh, Frank Frank told me something once about crocodiles, which I've never forgotten. It keeps me up at night. What's that? About how fast they are across the ground? No, tell me what they do. Because they stalk you, don't they? They come out of the swamp to get you. Yeah, but they'll Mm -hmm. they'll chase you and then drag you back in. It's pretty... uh, That's what I mean. A shark wouldn't do that. No, a shark couldn't do that unless it had a small trolley, which they don't. Right. They don't have at their disposal. What he's saying is we need to show a bit more love to sharks. Yeah, I think you should say, look, never mind all that. What's your (laughs) favourite competition winner capital? (laughs) (laughs) He would know, wouldn't he? he? He'll be brilliant on it, man. He's the the guy you want on your competition winner capitals quiz team (laughs) that night. I got one, guys. Switzerland, come on. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is. Well, there no. you go. That's it so should boring. be Zurich. Yeah. Or Geneva. Yeah, so what it's is not. it? It's Bern. No, it's no Come good. On. No, no good. good. Yeah. No. no good. Could do better, as um, it's like my next girlfriend's uh, mum once it, said to her. Could do better. About you? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she'd... Um, sorry, Frank. She was a photographer and she took some photographs and her mum said, she said, what do you think? She said, oh, nice, could do better. So, uh, wow. yeah. Wow. But that's what parents are for, isn't it? I mean, it's a sort of uh, keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, this uh, young man who found the megalodon tooth, uh, I think that Charlie is Charlie Chipshop. Was he called Charlie Chipshop? Uh, I, I don't think Charles. that's quite right, but something like that. Something like it was very <laughs> like Charlie <laughs> I think it was Charlie Chipshot. What was it then? But fair play to him, I think. Uh, what was I mean, it then? It was, it was very like Sammy, Sammy Two Bellies or something. No, it wasn't Sammy Two Bellies. Oh, what was his name? Sammy something. It had an S, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it had two. It was. It was. It was. Sammy Sheldon. Sammy Sheldon. That's okay. Right. What did you call him? Charlie Chipshaw. It's very close. Yeah, Charlie Chipshaw. Anyway, sorry, Al. Carry on. I like the fact that he found it, and I do feel sorry for his friends at school who, like, their boast is that they found Wally in in Where's Wally yeah. books, and he's oh, like, right. I'm a sort of a different league, actually, lads. You know. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be a good text. And what's the best thing you ever found? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found uh, 80 quid in a wallet with a mate. Did you? And um, even though there was a name in it, we kept the money, 40 quid each. At the time when 40 quid would buy you an house in Oldbury. <laughs> and um, I know it's bad, really bad. And because we couldn't buy material goods with it, because our parents would have said, well, where did you get that? Um, where did you get that... Uh, Motorbike and sidecar from. <laughs> so uh, we had to spend it on drink, and that's what triggered my terrible thing. So um, hand it in. That's my advice. Similarly, or you'll get your punishment. Similarly, Frank, I once found uh, a signed Benedict Cumberbatch Hamlet program. Oh, in I remember the that. Barbican, yeah. And did that start you on a drinking spree that never really stopped for about 20 years? No further questions. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> 
I mean, I appreciate this is no, of no use to you, but I would like to confirm that Frank Skinner is equally as funny off air, and I wish we could sometimes broadcast the things you say. <laughs> OK. Because <laughs> you just really make me laugh. Um, I would like to move on. I mean, I'm not moving on. I'm moving to... Sideways. Di- move sideways. I always move forwards, though. Oh, uh, OK. Like Losing shark. teeth as like I go. Shark. I went crab, you went shark. Oh. Let's call the whole thing... Crock. <laughs> um, marine life. I tell you... I would like to... We're still in that manner. Mm-hmm. What, Davy Jones locker? <laughs> <laughs> OK, topical this week. Have you not heard of that? <laughs> Go on, then. Uh, there has been talk, and I think this will excite you, Frank, because I tell you what, Al, Frank's very into a sort of ideas of the future. Like, I like a robot, yeah, generally. Yeah, exactly. The robo-dolphin. Get in, as they say. <laughs> These yeah. are... The idea is that they're to be used in marine parks, mm. essentially, because obviously some consider the old ways very cruel. <laughs> very cruel, mm. yeah. Um, apparently they have the same skin texture. They've been developed by a San Francisco company. It's all San Francisco, isn't it? Always. Is it, does um, thingy still exist? Um, Silicon Valley, is that still yes. a thing? I think yes. it's still a thing, yeah. Oh, OK. And these dolphins, apparently, they're very lifelike. They've even yellowed the teeth Uh, to mm. make them look like dolphins. Yeah? Yeah. They used a technology (laughs) called yellow tooth technology. (laughs) Oh, come on, Al. Oh, applause from the production team. (laughs) Production team? Um, Yeah, I I mean, it's it's based on the idea... um, I didn't know about this. Do you know James Cromwell, the actor? No. no. He was. Um, <coughs> he played the farmer in Babe. Oh yeah. Right. And um, apparently, during the filming of Babe, he got to like pigs so much that he became vegan. Because oh. he couldn't cope with the, the slaughtering of aforementioned pigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's become now, you'd, if you saw him, you'd know him. He's, he's, he's a really good actor. He's become a sort of animal rights person. Oh, yeah. This very week, in fact, this very week, he walked into Starbucks um, when he found out that they charge more for plant-based milk than for cow milk, and he glued his hand to the counter. Wow. Oh, he didn't. So he's he's a guy, but um, yeah. he went into Sea World and um, yeah, Sea World, mm. and did a protest. And he says, and I, I'm guessing he would have checked this out, that um, marine animals die a lot earlier if they're kept in captivity, oh. considerably earlier. Yeah. So I think it's time for Robo Dolphin. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, they look pretty plasticky things anyway, dolphins, do yeah. you think? Yeah, that's true. They're the sort of um, the, the surgery world of the, uh, of the animal kingdom. Yeah, they, they, do look, they do look natural at, at all. So <laughs> I think you're better off going plastic and um, not being so cruel. Well, that's, that's my I have spun with the dolphins. Have you really? Mm. Well, let's come back to that because okay. um, the producer's shoving me again. But, um, I, yes, I'm keen to hear about that. You might have caught the last... Um, of course, they're not in captivity, I take it, are they? Are they on leads? Uh, we'll find out shortly. <laughs> OK. okay. Was well, it your um, podcast, um, <laughs> Walking the Dolphin? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Briefly, hmm. things we found... Neil Sutcliffe, £20 note in a pair of jeans bought from eBay. The jeans cost £20. Ah. Oh, that is great. <laughs> oh, I thought fun. you might say that, Al. That is that good, That is Dan. really great. I know Tough that. on the seller, but really good on the buyer. <laughs> yeah, who sells a pair of jeans on you like that Al gave us an entire match commentary. <laughs> he was so yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what yeah. a sick now. Um, You're so hard up, you need to sell your jeans. And then there's a £20 <laughs> note in the pocket you didn't know jeans? about. Who sells jeans? Well, it's a good question. 
Sorry, Al. Uh, I've got you here. 8, 12, 15. That's today's texting. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to buy any. <laughs> Maybe yeah. people like them a don't bit. Don't just enough. text us a bloke called Levi. We're not interested <laughs> in obvious answers. Also, Jenny, uh, a photograph... This is things I found, best things I found. A photograph of two chickens torn in half as though they'd had a dramatic breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And she sent us a copy of the said photo, which is absolutely marvellous. That's good. I once found a portable CD player in the street in Edinburgh playing with headphones coming out of it, and it was on, I think, track six of a Rage Against the Machine CD. It was just there on the pavement. I'd be worried. Was you looking around for the hidden camera thing? That sounds like a, a kind of hidden camera TV show. Mm, it's yeah. a very odd moment. Did you Quite keep it? Yeah. It sounds like you might have been on Rio Ferdinand's You've Been Murked, which oh. only ran for one <laughs> yeah. series, but nevertheless. Such I, a shame. It was his I version of Shane. The, um... <laughs> it was his shame, You've Been Murked. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's true. Do you think there was a mur- you've been murked too that was never shown? Well, I remember because he got through a lot of his contacts, obviously, because, of course, he went big for the opener with Beckham. Well, yeah. And then he jumps yeah. out of the car and says, David, you've been murked. Yeah, by the yeah. time you're on Ronnie Walwork. <laughs> yeah, the commissioning editors are going a bit cooler. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, back in the ocean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the... Robo dolphins. Oh, was I going to tell you about when I swam with the dolphins? I think you were. Well, oh, I am that's now. Right, yeah, the real ones, as well, far as you know. I, I, I do appreciate this is a somewhat controversial area. Mm. I was reassured that these dolphins were very humanely treated, mm. but would I do it again? Mm. I don't know. Mm. You know. Should they be treated humanely? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the problem? Treated marinely. Oh, marinely, that's yeah. all right, yeah. I was in Discovery Cove. Okay. Um, they're not paying me, nor have they ever handed me any money in a brown envelope. What I like is you didn't tell us how you got to Discovery Cove. <laughs> we just found you. You, you, found were, disco- you were discovered. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was in there. My godson, Harvey, said, yeah, I've made a discovery. This place sucks. Oh, OK. OK. Not in front of the dolphins. <laughs> yes, I hope. in front of oh, the dolphins. Oh, God. Not on porpoise. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everyone. So, I'll tell you what, we'll have a, let's have a breather after that one. <laughs> bit of a palate cleanser. We'll have a bit of sorbet. <laughs> we'll come back to them to some real jokes. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. These um, one of our uh, niche textings about uh, things we've found. Nine one seven. I think this might be a slightly controversial one. We'll see. Things I found: four hundred pounds in an ATM outside my building society. Queue inside was so big, the man standing by the door wouldn't move to let me in to give it in. So I just took it home. <laughs> I like, people always have that. Yeah, I tried to. Uh, yeah, I tried to do my best. <laughs> I, at least yeah. I didn't try that with my wallet story. We just had it. Yeah. People say the British love queuing, but what they love more is four hundred quid. It turns out, you know, that's the. No, uh, I, that is true. By the way, this um, I, I read um, on the Robo Dolphin thing. Yeah. A kid said they, they were trying it out at one of these parks. And a kid said, well, it came over and said hi, and we didn't uh, realise it wasn't a real dolphin. Mm. Did it actually say... Did he mean that it said hi? (laughs) Do they speak? And we didn't realise it was a real dolphin. It wasn't a real dolphin. Mm. There's something... um, You know, I went to one of those dolphin things when we didn't know any better... And they said, is it anyone's birthday today? And someone says, yeah, yeah, this kid called, I don't know, David. And the dolphins went... <laughs> over the top of... Dun, 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 dun. Like it was slightly... Like they were singing it that tune. But it's... <laughs> you could have them actually singing happy birthday if you go for Robo. Dolphin. Well, I mean, you could have them do anything if they're robots. You could ride them, we could surf them, we could do all oh, sorts. Oh, you could so the, excited. You could do the name. You know when robots do <laughs> do the name on so it's going to be, Happy birthday, dear. Angela. 
ever heard that horrible moment when the names it's are different. It's like in, um, when you go on the ET ride at Universal Studios, you give your name at the start so that when you get to the point in the ride, ET says, Hello, Frank. Oh, really? But what they had to do was there were so many silly billy youths giving oh, offensive names, I'm afraid. Course. So Funny. you always knew, because I remember being on it once and I heard these lads behind me and I heard E.T. saying, Hello, friend. You just oh, got friend. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, and if you got friend, you knew you'd been trying to mess with E.T. These, um, apparently, they retail... Retail. <laughs> These um, robo dolphins uh, between forty and fifty million dollars. Oh, hang on a sec, come out. God, I just get Nina Conti with one of those oven gloves. <laughs> sharp oven gloves. Um, we were talking about who was in the welder's chair. I mentioned uh, Nina Conti in the last link, realising that she, for me, is in the ventriloquist's chair, I think, mm, if I thought. Right. But I thought that would actually be a very good Radio 4 programme, in the ventriloquist chair. <laughs> because you didn't get the real guests on, had you? You can just... Yeah. It'd is be it? just somebody going, no, I had a very difficult life, son. <laughs> <laughs> I had a and you can imagine that terrible thing on the vent done with the slow blink. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, yeah. You see, I'm always a nookie bear. Oh yeah. That's I did a show. I did a corporal with Nookie Bear once. What was his name? Did. Roger. Roger de Corsi. Oh yeah. Um who um told me that he'd uh, resolved never to go to um Wembley again after oh. he was involved in an incident in the Olympic gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yes. things I've, best things I've found. Oh, yes. Sir Andy says it, it's got to be this Frank Skinner show live in Birmingham oh, filmed at the Hippodrome that I found on YouTube. It's made me laugh for years and given me great pleasure. Great um, news. Stick around. Hang yeah. out. Uh, maybe get your hands on Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. And then Chrissy says uh, a 10 bob note found in oh. 1967. Yeah. We couldn't afford furniture, so spent it on so two used, cushions. Used, used it as a, as a welcome mat. Spent it on two <laughs> cushions, which we put up against the wall and proceeded to watch our tiny rented TV, which was sitting on top of a tea chest. Oh. Those were the days. Yeah. Well, were they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They were the days... The, the days of abject poverty. <laughs> Those were the terrible days. By the way, I've, I got a nice uh, gift from um, Rachel Rackham. And oh. she sent me a tin, listen, and they are Bob Ross. You know Bob Ross, the joy of painting? Yeah. Bob Ross, happy little tree mints. Mm-hmm. And they are mints in the shape of Bob Ross-like Trees, the ones he does, uh, like those pines he does on his mountain scenes. Mm. That's nice. It is a nice picture of Bob on the front looking um, alive, ironically. Yeah. So thanks for that. Um, uh, mm-hmm. God, I've already forgot your name, forgive me. Rachel Rackham. Rachel, one of those Rachels with an AE. Oh. This, uh, this thank you for the mints would have gone well with uh, that woman whose surname was Lammer. Louise Lamb. We both didn't do the lamb joke. No, we, but, fought, um, we fought the lamb joke. And That's the lamb true. won. But here we are. <laughs> here we are, yeah. We <laughs> said we fought it, but in fact we lost. Do you know, it'll Sorry. always find you. <laughs> it will it. always <laughs> find you in the end. It's it's difficult, though, isn't it, Louise, Louise Lamb? You can feel all, all these things triggering in you to try yeah. and... Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. OK, so um, what else? What else about the dolphin? I'll tell you what, I, my prediction for the dolphin, One of my, for me, one of the most depressing things in life is mm. going to a museum and there's a working exhibit that's broken. <gasps> You're, press, you're pressing yeah. the button. I can imagine this dolphin, that. like, about 50 yards from the tube. Yeah. Uh, not the tube, the pool, um, with tarpaulin uh, just about concealing it, but you can just see a bit of rusty flipper. Uh, yeah, uh, or even worse than that, when the battery runs out and there's <laughs> viewers in the dolphin-looking gallery uh, and they walk in and 
It's just floating on the surface of the oh, water. Oh, that'd like, be. And now like what I don't no like is the voice box. The generated voice has gone a bit, so it goes. No. Also, the keepers will probably like the luddite keepers will probably destroy them with big chunks of coal. The Luddite keepers? <laughs> what you do? What, so feed it like threatening. a real dolphin? Well, you Making don't need the keepers. sound like prehistoric men, the you Luddite do, keepers. You don't, you don't need the keepers anymore, dear, if you've got a robo-dolphin. So they're going to be out of work unless they destroy no, them, just have... like the old mill workers had to destroy the machinery. Wow, yeah. I wasn't expecting this. I'll tell you what. I didn't what. expect it to lead to Lud's hammer. <laughs> I didn't expect there was some rant on the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> well, I'm not, I, you know, I could see their point, the Luddites, and I can, Frank, I'm, I'm, I'm with the keepers on this one. There'll be more of an Ed Harris Truman show figure in a beret. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, look, (laughs) thanks for listening to us. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.